Hi there, it's James Lockhart uh, playing Velda Cambright in... Uh, oh no, Kelda, I can't even say my name. <laughs> uh, it's James Lockhart here uh, playing Velda Cambright. Really hope you're enjoying the podcast. We're certainly having a blast making it. Uh, so do keep listening. Uh, if you haven't, subscribe already. There's many ways to subscribe and check us out on all the different platforms. Do it. Previously on the Danger Club podcast. Nay! That is a second natural 20. Oh, oh, shit. Oh, 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 MC! Oh, goodness! Z, 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 look, we've got what we need. We take him out, we question him, and we let him go. We don't need the rest. All right, fair enough. I have just nearly died. We have done well. Come together as a team, yeah? All right, we need to find out who's been selling the shiver, because we trace the shiver, and then we find out the culprit, and then we find out the murderer. There's been another murder! The adventure continues. Okay, two. let's do our uh, introductions again. Oh my goodness! Um, do we? Are we? Just it's, re- it's really so hard. It's episode nine. It's really hard to fake the uh, preamble, isn't it? Really well, is. I mean, there there is no preamble. There, the, that, we, that, there's, there's already pre- the amble's been preed. People don't appreciate how <laughs> tightly we script the the sort of bollocks that goes on at the beginning of the episode That's before I say welcome. Yeah, right. Um, but it's you know a lot goes into it. Hello, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to episode nine of the Danger Club podcast. We made it to oh, episode wow. nine, everyone. Just in the case of, of, of MZ, um, things got pretty dicey back there in the uh, in the skull cave. Love what you just did there with the dicey. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. We're starting off. I can pun too, you know. Don't, I'm not. Don't leave me on my own on this one. So. Uh, okay. Yeah, I I, I want to talk uh, a little bit before we get banding into it because there's there's a lot going on right now. You've just had some some pretty shocking news from. Um, from good old Travis but uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about some of the backstory bits with characters uh, and I want to talk a little bit about religion in Pathfinder uh, you know just want to just want to talk to you about God for a moment um, and it's uh, no it's, it's not like a fuck's sake just, like I don't know. That wasn't looking at you. Fuck's sake, Scott. What happened? What happened? What happened? No, I just looked, I massively lost my thread. Uh, no, uh, I, just, I want to talk a little bit before we get started about uh, religion in Pathfinder because it's a thing uh, in these games. Uh, there are, of course, it's a fantasy world. So there's lots of versions of, of fantasy gods, uh, and it's one of these things that you either really get into or you really don't. And it's we're one of these parties where we don't really have a, a cleric, which tends to be the character that follows a, a, a god, but other people have taken it. I know. In the past, I've never. It's, it's not something I've ever put on characters when I, I've created them, and then recently I've started doing it, and now I do it all of the time uh, because it just gives you like a set way of role playing your character. It gives you a set bunch of tenants and things to teach you how your character was raised, even if you don't like follow it all the time. So a couple of you have put that into your backstory a little bit. Um, so I was wondering. I think um, I think M. I think Colin, you've got a little oh, yeah. bit of a backstory uh, involving that. You want to tell us a little bit about your uh, back, your M's background? Yeah, so uh, M was adopted right. by uh, two people who he thought were really uh, uh, his mother and father were kind of lawful and good and helped the town, and they they were very religious. They uh, they worshipped the gods Aomedi or Aomedi. Is that right? Uh, some people say Yomadai. Yomadai. 
Okay. Ayo Mayday. We're going to cut like there. Ayo Mayday. I like Mayday. Yeah. <laughs> Mayday. Ayo Mayday. Sounds like a god that you need help for. <laughs> There's many names for god. <laughs> Just pronounce it again for me. Uh, I would say Yomadai. Um, Yomadai. Although I've heard that may not be true. Um, uh, uh, it's here it says Ayo Mayday. Ayo Mayday. Ayo Mayday. Let's go Ayo Mayday yeah. then. Tweet in, guys. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to start there. We're going to start our religious schism. <laughs> this is all going to be cut, by the way. <laughs> Holy war. <laughs> So yeah, M, M grew up uh, with with that uh, kind of behind him, that religion, Ayomadi uh, or Yomadai. I'm gonna call, I'm gonna say Yomadai from now on. That's that's easy. It's easier to say. <laughs> so uh, but if anyone wants to, you know, have a go at my pronunciation, do. So what are the so what are some of the things of Yomadai? What's he what has he been raised to believe in? There's there's a few uh, kind of not commandments, but there are definitely uh, guidelines. So. Uh, M will be always the first into battle and the last to leave it. A bit like Will Smith is, you know, the first one in the club, <laughs> last one out. Uh, <laughs> if you've ever listened to his song Switch, I guarantee that's a good song. It's one of his later ones as well. Anyway, first one in, last one out the club. Um, yeah, have faith. He has lots of faith in sort of like, it's all about battle and it's all about good and uh, like, they go around helping people there's a lot of uh, crusades they sort of go on uh, people who follow uh, this religion it's and, uh, again a lot like Will Smith it's, yeah, it's real, mostly very much so yeah if you uh, if you watch The Fresh Prince basically M is The Fresh Prince <laughs> Because he was adopted, not by his auntie and uncle, but uh, he didn't go to LA. But fabulous! <laughs> did, he get, did he get into a fight uh, with some bigger kids? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did, were they up to no good? <laughs> Started making trouble in his neighbourhood. In his neighbourhood, yeah. So it's so like so his parents raised him um, to yeah, follow this, right, but he doesn't necessarily follow it particularly himself. No, kind of. What happened is uh, in his adolescence, he found that uh, his mum and dad were actually a crime syndicate. They were actually, Whoa. Uh, yeah, they were actually kind of gangsters and. Uh, you know uh, they weren't as good as they said they was so he he, he disabled he so kind of he, got rid of this religion. he moved he in with his auntie and his uncle uncle in Bel Air <laughs> someone spanned him around on the head and <laughs> in the opening credits um, yeah it was nice great. the opening credits of his life I like that yeah yeah, yeah, yeah right, and I right. yeah I like that Zed Caragor you've got something like similar-ish in your backstory weirdly yeah having written this down and then uh, now hearing Colin talk about it actually there's some similarities was oh, yeah. there really only a few. So Karagor um, comes from a religious family, but uh, his parents worship uh, Gorham, who is the god of war. Right. Um, and being orcs, uh, they generally take it in a very, well, quite seriously. Karagor himself sort of grew up with it, but didn't really hold to all that kind of stuff. In his view, he likes fighting, but, you know, war for war's sake is destructive. And in his point of view, if they're civilians and people like doing slaves and stuff, they can't fight back and as far as Karagor's concerned that's not cool yeah. um, so he's kind of distanced himself in a way but his parents are all very you know quite keen to get him involved you know every now and then they might send him a nice letter saying have he has he considered coming to church worshipping with them and maybe slaying the you know <laughs> nice letter yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're very Written nice blood, his parents yeah they're very really sort of middle class priests of the god of war yeah. <laughs> um, amazing uh, Gorham is yeah he's usually worshipped by orcs uh, but a lot of half orcs or horrocks and men worship him too um, and his uh, sacred metal is like iron and stuff like that 
Um, he's he usually presents himself as just like this manifest suit of iron uh, on the battlefield that you can't really tell what's inside of it. Um, but yeah, there is a degree of you know you could worship him just for a little bit of a fight, which maybe you know Caragor went to a few Sunday school sessions and was like, yeah, it's great, and then sort of went, no, see you later, bye. Yeah, um, yeah. That's not his voice. I don't know why I did that voice. That was young Caragor. <laughs> yeah. Young Caragor. Let's have a Saturday morning cartoon. <laughs> young Caragor. Young Caragor. <laughs> <laughs> right, I don't want to worship the god of war anymore. Bye. <laughs> Off to become an adventurer. See you later. Uh, I imagine just the moment he finds out he has to wear one suit of armor all the time yeah. and can't vary his yeah, outfits. Right, right. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out the door. To me, there's no kilt. Right, see ya. Um... <laughs> Yes, yeah, so there's some similarities, I guess. What's um in your in sorry in uh, Caragor's uh, religion? How many times do you need to uh, sort of pray a day? Or well, that's just it. Caragor's not really a believer. He sort of grew up with it. You know that you know, sure, these days sure. you know a lot of people who may have grown up with like a particular faith and they don't really do it anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah, Might have been yeah. born into that family because they had no choice to worship it when they were younger. Um, but uh, he's not really a, a, like one of the faithful per se. He's got like a little token on him of Gorums, but that's just more like. You know, like almost, almost like a fashion statement. Do you know what I mean? It's very similar. I think M sort of follows those uh, the guidelines from from uh, the religion there, but he doesn't. You know, he doesn't. He doesn't believe it anymore. Do you see what I mean? But he's yeah. definitely got all those values instilled in his in his. Um, uh, in his character interesting so we've got we've got religion to bond over again yeah. as well there. yeah and we yeah. don't even know it yet yeah. like God, we can't force it though as actors no. we can't do no, that definitely. just just quickly I mean I, this might come out in character stuff but uh, do your parents approve of what you're doing because neither of you are actually following the religion is that a problem well uh, here's the thing I fell out with uh, well, sorry M fell out with his father over the over this finding out that they weren't true and just uh, hypocrites yeah so he, he kind of uh, went off and uh, in that time he never reconciled with his father and his father died Ooh, so wow, uh, no. yeah so there's a whole Deep kind of thing problem behind him he's got he's got a lot on his shoulders M that you know you guys well, that, don't know about yet like that's why I, I kind of wanted to to, to throw it out there for that because it's a way of I think people think when it, when there's a slot on the character sheet that says oh what god did your character follow people assume if you take that then you've got to be a priest or you've got to be constantly trying to convert people you've got to memorize just all the pages of notes and it's Pathfinder there are pages of notes sure. on every god uh, that give you backstory on it um, but you don't have to this can be something like like a lot of us are in, in our own lives you know the stuff that you're experienced you experience through your family when you're younger that has an effect on how you've grown up and has an effect on some of your personality but it's not something that's necessarily a major part of your or of your character could it be something you've completely made up it 100 yeah. percent could be <laughs> um, just just to, just so as the exact opposite of, of you two um there um shania does follow um a god because no one in in her in her you know in her peoples did follow a god and she felt like this was wrong see uh, she when she lost her whole family and was taken in by another family of drow and used as a slave in a cinderella like story um she she found as she was dusting underneath you know the stairs and whatnot a book yeah, a book of Phasma. Yeah, yeah. she's the god of, of, of life and death, right? And she's very interested in, uh, in you know, obviously, because um, all of her, her peoples died. Um, you know, she wanted to preserve this feeling that she had, this, this feeling of empathy that she had, because her family had been, had been killed. And, you know, most drow life is worth 
very little all right they don't really care about it but she felt like this was wrong and she had this feeling she wanted to hold on to it and something to the the um the scarring that was mentioned in the last uh episode uh has to do with this has to do with the reminding of how she felt and why she feels differently to other drows and has empathy um towards other beings and values life so mm. there you go there you nice. go what about what about fulton just a dirty atheist no, nah, he doesn't believe in really anything apart from just killing things, really. That's killing. about it. Wow. Yep. Wow. One trek mind. I mean, it's definitely not Abadar giving away coins to everyone. No. The, uh, the he just God does that because, you know, he's a giving person. He's, yeah. an, he's a nice guy. <laughs> just to answer James's question as well, uh, just uh, from a minute back, uh, there, no, there's no, it's a good question, there's no real need for reconciliation with Caragor's uh, folks and him because when he started off on this path, he was involved with a lot of people who did, you know, skirmishes and battles and things like that there was a lot of like fighting he was doing in his own town and between the tribes there so as far as his folks were concerned they were like oh he's on the right path he'll get there eventually as long as he's involving in some kind of war then eventually he'll get there but what they think of him now where he's now I mean he went off to be a dancer for a while so maybe a little bit different so maybe we will find out yeah. but that's something for that. there's a little taster of just some of the backstory stuff that I thought would be interesting to talk about but that is not what we're dealing with right now what we are dealing with right now is a murder and an investigation uh, yes sorry that's alright what just, have we got Karagor what'd you do, what'd you do? What'd you do? I've got a present for Colin oh wow oh. no way Colin said a while ago he didn't have his own D20, so I got him a D20. Here you go, mate. Oh, hey. ladies and gentlemen. It's a, uh, it's, it's a D, it's an emerald D20. So it's green. Emerald D20. It's green as well. My, my water bottle's green. My yeah. coffee cup's green. And Aww. now my D20's green. So I got you know? I tell you what, I got you a D8 as well. You got me a D8 as well, well sure. Yeah. doesn't match, but it's sort of similar green. Oh, so we take a picture of you holding them right now. Right. Yeah, you see that? Right. Instagram key. Yeah, you might want to hold them a bit close to your face. All right, I'll do that. Thanks, mate. Yeah. I look forward to pitting your beautiful emerald green die against my orange die oh. that did three twenties in a row yeah, in the, the last I episode. Use, so I cannot just, wait. Just a quick question. It's a lovely gift, Scott. That's really, really sweet. We didn't know about that. That's a lovely thing to do. Got to say though, why didn't you get him a D twelve? I mean. Everyone uses a D12, right? Yeah. Everyone uses <laughs> a D12. Everyone uses a D12. The most, the most way it's going to come up like, so much of, today. Yeah, <laughs> for those of you uh, uh, who are new to the game, um, every dice set comes with a D12 and it is never used. Unless ever. you're Fulton. Unless yep. Did you use your D12? Yes. No. Been Have you not noticed by nine games. the piles of bodies he's been leaving in his wake? <laughs> because of that old D12 that D12. Yeah. Good Lord. Well, there we go. That's basically <laughs> it. Didn't, I'm pretty sure MZ uses D12 as well, because didn't he also write, was it Purple Hills? <laughs> that was D12, wasn't it? I'm pretty sure that was D12. <laughs> 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 it's a good Aww. tune, that was. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Name another yeah. song by, uh, by D12. Oh mm. shit! Hang on. <laughs> no, he's asking. Their first one. Uh, okay, that's yeah. That's oh. how. There we go. That's how. Fight music <laughs> instigator. <laughs> you could just be saying aggressive. Uh, I wouldn't. I, I don't know D12's catalog. I, I threw that question out there without the ability to judge it. That's fuck I'll, your neck. I'll, I'll they did fuck yeah. your neck as well. <laughs> D12. Still do. Yeah, they've also got uh, break several fingers. I am sorry, everyone, that, that I started this. This uh, week's episode <laughs> sponsored by D12. Shit knuckle. They did shit knuckle. That was one of their yeah. famous tunes. <laughs> 
There's been a murder. Uh, Stuff's going Brooks, down. Sorry, you've, killed oh, yeah. some, yeah. you've killed some. You killed. You've killed some skulks. Went into their home, beat them up, scared the kids. Uh, heroes. Uh, so what's the thinking? What are we? Uh, where are we at at the moment? Uh, you've been talking about your plans. What are you going to do? Well, should we well, do this, we need to do this we need in character? You want to do it in character? Yeah, so Travis has right, literally in just run up to us, hasn't he? And Travis, gone, oh, there's been a murder. Travis has told you there has been a murder and yeah. you're, on the, uh, you're on the outskirts of town with a panicky Travis. What would you like to do? Well, lads, I really want to talk about, you know, what we're going to do next. But it seems like there's been a murder, so I, I think we've got to follow the immediate threats. Right. Wait, yes, wait. No, 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 no. We do this every fucking time. I refuse to. I'm not chasing any more murders. We've got we, there are some people we need to speak to. This is very important. They're called Kenan Ununani. Do we all remember this? Or do we all have unfucking Nisha? I yes, grabbed Travis. This could be connected. Ah. Oh, Travis. Travis. I've nearly died twice since I last saw oh, you. God, you, oh, God. You're covered in blood. Travis, I know. Smell it. I don't want to smell it. Oh, God. Delirious at the moment. Yeah, I don't know what I'm doing. Em is just to remind Em is just covered in blood. Yes, yeah, spitting uh, like blood, like sliced yeah. open. Uh, yeah, you looked. Even though you've been healed up a little bit, like yeah. healed up with Shania's spit. <laughs> yes, and a couple of bandages. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Travis, Travis, Travis. Who has been murdered? It's it's another lady. It's a lady from the town. Um, they found her up at uh, they found her up at the carnival in in the Sphinx's tent. In oh. the Sphinx's oh, tent. No, no. Were we going to go and see the Sphinx like yeah, a long time ago? It's not Agnes, is it? Is it Agnes? Because her husband went to see the Sphinx, didn't he? Yeah. And she got really angry about it. Oh God. Oh, okay, God. fine. Travis, is it Agnes? We should, go and, we should go and see. I don't know who Agnes is. I I don't just follow you all of you around, guys. I let Travis go. Oh, oh thank you. I think she's a priest. A priestess, that's the proper term. I'm sorry, I'm really panicky right now. Oh, right, right. okay, well. Well then, looks like we're all going to solve this immediate murder, isn't that right? Solve, I'll point at all the rest of the guys apart from Shania. <laughs> solve the murder, solve the murder, solve the different murder. Uh, I can yes, yeah. solve the murder, yes. I can do with a well, drink or a sleep, And then sleep, definitely find Kinnon and Fine, okay, if we put Kinnon and Nani on the back burner one more time, for they will get burnt, and I don't know, maybe they will be dead by the time that we try to find them. Fine, okay, fine. I think I think we should actually go and find Keenith and Unami. Did you mean that? Should we be passive aggressive? But I mean, we're, what? What's this? Is passive aggressive? Well, we've been tasked to investigate. I don't know. I've no idea what you're talking about. I, I'm only yeah. thinking we've been tasked to investigate the murder, uh, which has now become murders plural, um, two murders. So we should go. Hey, and investigate we've probably that. fucked up there, and, and Shh, don't say these things. Well, we've we haven't fucked up. Well, another murder's happened Shh. because we've been fannying around in this case. We've not been fannying around, but on mate, on bloody hell, mate. That was, I mean, we're on track, and we discovered that there was a chain of drugs being dispensed to, you know, thugs. I ran that one. <laughs> Didn't I, mean to. Oh yeah, uh, high five. Thanks, mate. We don't high five. No high five on the podcast. In the game, no, we are characters high five. Okay, he's going to add that into the sound effect. Now. All right. Yeah, okay. That's a challenge accepted. I'll find <laughs> a clip of someone high-fiving and I'll put it in every time we say high-five. Because Colin does not enough work. <laughs> Yay. All right. So uh, you head up. I mean, you're doing, you know, you have still currently murdered, I think, one more person than has been murdered so far. So you're still ahead um, in, terms of, in terms of body count. So yeah, never do the maths on that when you're, when you're a playing a game fight. like this. Never a fair fine pathfinder. You're always just murdering people yeah technically three people have died but one was a guard so 
you know. Uh, no one ever never become a gun in a fantasy never, world, guys. No one will Too ever late. follow off on your murder. Okay. To the murder. You all arrive back uh, at the carnival. Uh, you can see there is quite a bit of hubbub going on around the midway. Uh, you can see quite a few carnival guards uh, are around. The carnival is currently closed. Uh, it has not. Um, it was open a little bit earlier today, but after the uh, after the scuffle, um, it seems that a decision has been made not to open today. Uh, and just hopefully, around there are guards, carnival guards, patrolling around the outskirts to try and turn people away. Um, when you approach the midway, you go past uh, some of the places you've been before, the beer tents, uh, tents, uh, no, the, the one, that was one, you didn't go through, don't go through the wine market. Go through a beer tent, go past the um, the big wacky thing uh, that you played on, the lovely Madam Mask, which you never went on. Um, there's a big top there. There is also the uh, the large um, tent that says uh, the mysterious Gerizana Mistress of Shows. Um, and another sign above it says Lair of the Sphinx. Uh, above that uh, you recognize there are a couple of guards uh, not Dennis you don't know where Dennis is at the moment I'm afraid what? sorry Caragol <laughs> probably not on work uh, you do recognize um, Venlock the Scourge um, and Almara Dellison mistress of the carnival uh, are talking uh, rather urgently with each other as you approach um, they look up as you uh, as you um, start walking over uh, Almara Dellison approaches and says where have you been so there's been another murder. Where is the body? Come along. We've got a lot to be getting on with. Well, I mean, in answer to your question, we've been down in, uh, we've been down in the cave chasing up some leads. Some heavy leads. Isn't that right, fellas? Hey, that's right. Yeah. Skulky Town. Okay. I'm, look, I'm sorry. I don't mean to snap at you. I'm sure you're, uh, I'm sure you're doing your best. Yeah, of course. We, 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 we came as quick as we could. Yeah, I mean, we would take you. The take important you thing is that uh, you're here now. Venlock, please, um, go to town and, uh, and fetch Sheriff Aldane. We need to report this immediately. Um, I wanted to give all of you a chance to have a look at this scene before the Sheriff arrives, but uh, we must not be seen to be trying to cover anything up here. Uh, there has been a death and it should be reported to the town. Do we have a name of who was killed? I don't know her myself. Right, we'll take a look. Uh, Almara Dellison pulls the flap of the tent aside to reveal a scene of carnage. Um, you've not been in the lair of the Sphinx before. You've not been in Gerizana's tent, so you, you haven't seen the layout. Uh, there is in the middle of the tent an enormous cage, um, like sort of maybe 20, 20 to 30 feet uh, across, obviously wow. intended for some kind of enormous creature. Uh, there is a bit of straw scattered uh, on the bottom of it. The ground around it is heavily trodden. A lot of people have been through here. Uh, it is also covered in blood, uh, lying in the tent. Um, in two places is a woman. Uh, the lower half of her body is near the entrance to the tent. Uh, the torso wow. uh, and the rest of the body is in the back, is at the back of the tent. Uh, the blood of her body is just splattered all over the place. Um, there are deep um, dents in the in the mud, uh, as if something has, has stomped around in here. Uh, she appears to have literally been torn apart. Uh, M, you recognise uh, that she is wearing the vestments of a priestess of Yomadai. Right. Ooh. A scene of carnage, indeed. What would you like to do? 
Uh, well, um, Shania would definitely like to use um, her detective skills mm. um, to, to see what she can find out about the scene. I'm assuming that would be using my perception it check. Is your perception. What right. particularly are you looking for? Are you looking for. I am. So I am looking for evidence um, that obviously this scene looks a lot like mm -hmm. um, the beast has torn the woman in half. Sure. I'm looking for evidence to the contrary okay. of that. I would like to, Caragor, Caragor would like to help uh, Shania in that as well, or Gary. Um, he sees this <laughs> nice. before, when we did this before a couple of adventures ago, sure. it's now yeah. a thing that we do. It so. is. <clears throat> We're doing so, the cop-cop uh, thing. Well, do you want to right. are you examining the scene or are you examining <clears throat> the body? Well, um, why don't you examine the body and I'll examine scene. Sounds good. I do like a bit of blood. All right. Cop, cop. High five. Cop, cop. High five. Yeah. There you go. Em so, would like to... Oh, sorry. You two yeah. do your thing and then I'll... Okay. So the... Um, right. So uh, examining the scene is going to be either a perception check or a, or, or a survival check. Uh, that's up to you. Oh, so you want me to roll that uh, again? Shall I roll that well, again? you've rolled the dice, so you can apply that to it. I mean, normally <laughs> say which skill you're going to use before you roll the dice. Um, the body is going to be a heal check uh, or a perception check. Uh, uh, you can do okay, either. let's have a little look at which one is better. Mm -mm 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 -mm. Oh, heal. Yeah, I'll go for a heal, please. Bob, um, oh, oh, but I rolled really badly. Oh shit! Um, but you're helping me, but you didn't help me because you rolled a one. Is that correct? And yeah, all right. Um, so <clears throat> ten. So a ten on your. A ten. <laughs> what a build up! A ten on your. <laughs> I mean, build up. Do I get that one? Because that would make no, it. No, don't don't bring attention to the one. So oh, did you roll a one, Scott? He rolled a one. I think Scott rolled a one. Scott rolled a one. Start as you mean to go on. Caragor yeah. goes over to the to the torn body, then gestures at the wood that's holding um, the tent up, and said, "I think this wood is uh, spine." <laughs> <laughs> he clicks his fingers, does some air guns, and then walks to the back of the tent in shame. Oh my goodness! Um, and a ten on your heel check. Uh, yes. You managed to ascertain uh, uh, through a little while of looking at it that a large creature tore this woman in half. Uh, unfortunately, you are unable at the moment to uh, ascertain anything, um, anything more from the uh, the cause of death. Okay, um, so, it looks um, like she was torn apart by a big creature. Can That's we can tell? Oh, yes, Velda. Could Velda cast detect magic, please? You can t cast detect magic. Uh, there is no magic currently active in the area. Can uh, M uh, is the torso face down or face up? The torso the is face up. Face up. Uh, can M just kind of stagger over? He's still, he's still pretty, you know. Yeah. Still can he just great. kind of wander over and then drop to his knees? Yeah. And uh, just have a look at the face and have a look. Has she got the emblem of uh, Yomadai yeah, on her? Yeah, she's wearing full vestments of right, Yomadai. Yeah, so she, it's, she definitely, her robes have the symbol of Yomadai on them. So and would I be good. able to check if she's a, uh, a cleric? You would imagine from her outfit, yes, yeah, she was a cleric. She would have been a, a practicing member of the priesthood rather than just a worshipper. Okay. Um, um, M's just going to say that kind of to himself, but if anyone can hear it, they can, mm -hmm. you know, just if they're near me. Sure. Um, just to say that, you know, this was a <sighs> priest of Yamadai. Of who? Uh, Yamadai. 
I'm sorry, could you pizza just a little bit louder and less pressy? Yeah, it's just This woman, she was a priest of Yomadai. Don't you pronounce uh, it Ayamedi? Ayamedi, Yomadai, there's different pronunciations to whatever you go. Let's call the whole thing off. Is there a temple to Yomadai in the town? You were told uh, there is a well. A couple of you know this, Velda. You know this, uh, and probably Airman. Ah, maybe Fulton. Fulton drinks a lot, but um, I might have pointed it. You probably have passed it. There is the the one temple in the town is a temple to Yomadai. Oh, uh, you were told very early on in, the, in your investigation that's where the body um, of Arkhamin Waller was taken. Uh, I would like to. Uh, sorry, Karagor would like to um, use a, uh, a survival check to see if you can see where the bloodied tracks of what presumably the beast mm-hmm. that has been in here has gone out and see if you can ascertain which direction it heads in. Yes, you may do that. Go okay. ahead and make a survival check. Is that a natural 20? Yeah. That's a Oh, yeah, good old clear dice. Natural 20, yes. Natural 20. Okay. So, you managed to find a few things uh, with that uh, looking around. Uh, you find some, uh, you find again um, some heavy-looking footprints around the body. Again, they appear to be of a, uh, a bipedal creature. It's a two-legged creature. Uh, they are clawed. Um, they appear to once again appear out of nowhere, as if the creature suddenly dropped from the sky. However, you're indoors, so that is perhaps unusual. Mm. Um, it has claws. Um, you're fairly certain from where it walked that it was the creature that attacked her. Um, they can see uh, he- see them heavily around there. However, you also notice it's very hard to find these because obviously this area gets a lot of traffic. A lot of people come to see the Sphinx. Uh, but you do find some more recent footprints, uh, again, of booted footprints that lead um, to the back of the tent near where the upper body is, uh, where you see um, a couple of... Uh, where you notice that a couple of pegs have been pulled up, um, meaning that the tent can be lifted. Uh, and as you peer out, you can see the um, those booted footprints lead out of the tent uh, and a little bit further off uh, um, uh, around the corner of some wagons. Karagor starts sniffing. <laughs> lads, lads, I found something. I found something that we might not have ordinarily found. What's that? These tracks, they go out the other side of the tent and they don't all belong to the... The, to the to the attacker to the beastial attacker there's other booted tracks there and they go somewhere else the, the booted tracks you say yes you mean that's right this is him Gary the, the booty man, man. <laughs> high five <laughs> Lick. Oh. but wait wait before we go and this is definitely something we've got to do now um, is anybody with us in the tent uh, Almara is uh, standing near the uh, entrance to the tent with a couple of guards uh, excuse me my lady I've got to ask the obvious question where's your sphinx uh, dear Rosanna, she would. Um, we don't keep her in the cage all of the time. She has a wagon where she is stored uh, in between shows. She is there at the moment. You might want to. I mean, I don't know about you lads, but um, I don't think she's a suspect. But if this even gets out even closely, she's going to be. And you might want to put her under an extra guard. This would be a very good idea. Good idea. We, um, we, I will see to it. I will make sure that she is uh, well guarded. You can trust me. She will not get out. We, I, I mean, we should follow the tracks, but we also definitely need to speak to her. So tracks first, then follow, then speak to Jerazan. Yes. What do you think? This way. Uh, yes. Yeah, good. yeah I think. All right. Follow me. All right. I will. <laughs> Travis, can you arrange for a meeting with Jerazan? 
right away, Mr. Estellison. He nods and, uh, and runs off uh, into the carnival. Yeah, God, Travis, why didn't you do that before, eh? Why don't you just arrange a meeting with the Sphinx before? God, we've been asking for it for about three adventures now, Travis. He, he stops for a moment and you can see his hand moves as if he's almost considering flipping you off as he goes runs. <laughs> then he thinks better of it and just carries on running <laughs> poor Travis <laughs> I drift wood running away from the danger club <laughs> okay you follow the tracks out the back sure enough you can see the uh, as soon as you lift up the tent at the back you can see that uh, it has been um, deliberately pulled up uh, to allow somebody in and out through the back um, you follow the tracks around a couple of wagons uh, to where you find um, a pair of tearaway clown costumes <gasps> lying on the floor, like kind of quick release um, ones um, just dropped on the ground. Uh, and uh, at that point, um, the tracks then lead back into the main thoroughfare and you lose them uh, amidst the um, uh, the general travel. Right. Right. Um, uh I'm going to investigate this clown things now. Uh, Shania okay. goes and gives you them a snifty sniff. And I'm going to help you. Right. Great. You cop, cop. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, which skill are you using? Um, ooh, perception. I, uh, yeah, I guess it would be perception. To look right, at uh, okay, these right. clown costumes, yeah. Oh, crikey, it's come out. <laughs> Missing the dice box. Do I take that roll? Yeah, go for it. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Okay, fine. Not okay. cracked. I got 12. A 12. Um, you have a look at them. They are, they're human-sized, so uh, of sort of a average, um, they would fit an average-built human. Um, they are designed to be released quickly, so like I say, they're kind of, they've got a couple of buttons down, a few buttons down the back that if undone quickly, they can just be pulled off, uh, and they appear to have been dumped in a hurry. Um, that's all you can really get from that. Do you mind? Can I know, hang on, oh. wait. Sorry, sorry, lads, sorry. I just... I really want one. Do you mind if I take one? Well, just hold on a minute. One of the glands. Uh, yes, I mean, Quick if you'd like to take one. Yes, that's gold for costume. You can just bosh oh, it right off. You've got a costume underneath. Let me just have a think. Let me just have a think. Uh, can Velda make a knowledge local check uh, to ascertain where you'd have got a costume like this locally? Yes, you can. Uh, and that's including if it's Nick from the carnival sure. or from a shop? Yep. Uh, 18 loads. Oh, lots and lots. So that'd be uh, 20. Yep. Uh, you have seen uh, you have seen clowns in the carnival wearing these costumes. You've right. seen that these are the standard clown costumes that are used by the carnival. Um, so they're around quite a bit. Do they have a changing room? Uh, is, there, is there somewhere where they're stored and kept and things like that? There is a yeah. There is a changing room. Um, it's it's right next to the big top, so it's it's quite close to um to here. Right. Could be somewhere else to check out. Um, I could, could I quickly ask, um, with the knowledge that Janai already has of the skulls and stuff, could the are they the right size for Kenneth and Unani as well, or would they, or would they based be on the skulks you've seen? Yeah, they would fit the skulks. They would look pretty baggy on them because the skulks okay. that you've met are all very thin. Um, but yeah, they would they would fit them without looking ridiculous. Okay, but it's. I'm, I'm going to say it's more likely they were worn by humans, mm. I think. Mm. Yes. Okay. So these could be the <coughs> the drug guys, couldn't it? They'd be, I mean, I don't know. Kinky. It could be. Um, the people who sell the drugs, would they dress up as clowns and kill people? I mean, I know this has been said before, but um, so there's, there's been two sets of prints leading away from the monster attack. So it, is it a druid? 
or a shapeshifter or something like that? No, I remember last time we found also normal sort of average feet types that were around the other murder sites that were also leading away. It might be that the same two were being used to facilitate each body hide after the murder's done. But lads, uh, as well, well as that... That body wasn't hidden, that body was just left in the no, tent? No, it wasn't, it wasn't. But the, 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 the other thing that appeared in there was a you know two-legged thing with claws that just apparently appeared out of nowhere. We've got to Maybe possibly factor in... I, I believe... Yeah, I, yeah, teleporting. I believe that the humans that were giving the shiver to Kinan and Unani. These are the same humans that are trying to control the Sphinx and, and uh, uh, perhaps even um, uh, creating these murders. This is what we think. Now, the way to find out who these people are, we must speak to Kinan and Unani. It's the only way forward. That was on my mind. Gary. But, but um, I think Velda had clued onto something about where the clowns might be changing. Yes, uh, we, there's a change room over there by the big top. That's right, where they all so, get so, good one, right. Do we uh, A, Keenan and Unami, or B, talk to the Sphinx, or C, find the clowns changing room? I mean, we were going to go and see the Sphinx a long time ago, like I yesterday think or as we're here, perhaps, yeah. we could go and look at the, the changing no, room, yeah, check out the Sphinx, Velda. and then go on our, our journey to find Keenan and Unami. Yeah, that's okay, right. Okay, fine, two more side quests. You're uh, excited, aren't you, Velda? I, I am, actually. It. I'm actually quite excited. Latching onto your energy, mate. Yeah, you're getting in it now, aren't you? Yeah, I am. Can you punch me in the face, mate? Um... <laughs> I weakly punch him in the face. Oh, that's right. Yeah, bloody hell. The yeah, fucking yeah. danger club. That's Take right. It. Oh, oh man. so strange. <laughs> right, good. <laughs> uh, can I make a little check and see if you can see any tracks? Uh, yeah. Dying off. Uh, survival check. That will Survival. Be. Okay. Do you want to help with that? Um, yeah. Well, you can one. do. This is my first roll. Ooh. It's very helpful, isn't it, Caracol? Uh, the, the, the help, man. So, first roll of the uh, the emerald green die there. So, here we go. Oh, it's a natural one. No, it's not. It's not. Oh, do you know it was, what? It moved. It was a nine. It was a nine. That is ten. Ten. Okay. Yeah, you're not able to. Um, you're not really able to find anything extra. Uh, you have a look around for the tracks, um, but tired. yeah, you don't find uh, any others. Shania has strode off in a little bit of a strop okay. towards the clown changing room. The clown really wants to get room. on with this and okay. go and do something else. Sh Shania. So Shania. Yes, you, what, what is it? Hold I'm on, we, sure. we, don't, we don't know Shania's name yet, do we? we no, you don't. Thank you, thank you. Okay. So I, thank you. Hey, Gary! <laughs> <laughs> Gary! Hey, lads, Gary! Shania forgets to uh, react to this problem. Gary! <laughs> Gary! 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 That's me! Gary! Yes, hello, what is it that you want? It took you a long time to turn around there, Gary. Bloody hell. What? Oh, well, I have um, some. Uh, uh, my ears are covered with bandage. I can't hear. What the fuck? What, what is it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying uh, I'm just saying that we've uh, Do you know where you're going? Yes, we're walking over here There's a clown changing room I'm pretty sure Velda was the only person who knew where it was uh, Yes, yeah, so uh, he pointed, pointed over across. this way And I walk in the way that it pointed We are good Alright, good yes, It's just yes. over here are you coming? Fuck's sake! Well, uh, yes, well, <laughs> yes, I suppose we're coming. In, in many ways, I, I am looking forward to the point where no one in this group are using multiple character names because it will be easier to follow. But I, I'm also going to be really sad when we don't have a time where people just randomly shout Gary in the middle of an adventure. <laughs> uh, okay, you head around the big top to the, um, to the, uh, the changing tent um, and uh, push your way uh, inside where you see a um, 
uh, where you see a, a clown um, with an arm full of clothes. Uh, the clown turns around and stares at you. I grapple him. Clown! Wait, stop! Wait, 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 wait. I leap at him. Caragor jumps right at him, <laughs> pins him to the ground. Make a combat maneuver check against the clown. <laughs> Shania comes, comes running in to ask questions, uh, cop cop style. I run up and say, Is this clown bothering you? <laughs> I just pull out an ale and start drinking it. <laughs> Just to tank it out of your pack. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Out of my pack. And start drinking. Oh, I see. That's idea. quite a lot. What did you get? That's 20 total. A 20. <laughs> Stay where you are! Caracol <laughs> runs across and just spears the clown and just drops him to the ground uh, and pins him on the floor. Uh, Schneider comes running up. The clown <laughs> lets out an almighty kind of squeak uh, as you hit him, uh, as his huge shoes go up in the air and he lands <laughs> on the floor. Uh, a whoopee cushion hidden somewhere in his background. <laughs> the backside goes off and you uh, you pin him to the ground he looks at you in terror oh, what is going on you sir has there been anyone in here that has been suspiciously stealing clothes from you huh? is there a clothes stealer about you hmm? perhaps wearing boots nobody steals clothes from me I am the master clown seamstress uh, are you sure about this? Hmm? I because we have some, some, some of your clown clothes right here. I hold up the clown clothes that I'd put in my pants for... <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> you wanted them, right? So what, would you like to keep them in your pants for? <laughs> <laughs> just because that's where Shania just put stuff. Take them. Shania just turns around, hitches up her robes and just starts just <laughs> gradually, like a, long, like a magician's handkerchief, just pulling costume out from between <laughs> legs. going to have to wash them now if I want to wear them. If you're going to, them, so there was a murder done in Zambia, you're going to wash them anyway, yes? I mean, please, come on. All right, just because right. I like to keep murder clothes near my private parts, that's my own thing. Now, you clown on the floor! <laughs> we have your clothes right here. There is perhaps someone who has stolen this from you? Hmm? You're... Where did you get some of my costumes from? So, well, they well, were at a murder scene. <gasps> a murder? <laughs> no, no. What? No, yes. there's been no murder. No. What's it? What? I mean, there has. There was, no. No, let's not. Let's what? not. Um, uh, Karagor's like trying to whisper to the Avenger Club <laughs> over the top of this seamstress clown. <laughs> no, let's not say that now, lads. Let's just, because, you know, we don't want to start a panic, you know. Uh, for, the, for, the, for the audience, sorry, I was just holding my hands as if I was grappling someone, but you can't see that. So <laughs> just, just imagine <laughs> that. It's very convincing. It was very good. Thanks. I go and sit by Fulton and take out an ale as well. <laughs> so you start drinking as you yeah. watch Karagor choke a clown. <laughs> okay, so. Not the, for the first time. Um, <laughs> this clothes was found in a place where they should not be. Anyway, just fucking... Was that a question or a statement? <laughs> that was a statement. This is a question, okay? okay? The question is this. Have you seen anyone around that might be stealing clothes from you? Uh... No, nobody has come in here. Well, except when I was out on my break. So, who came in when you were out on your break? How can we find this out? I don't know. I was on my break. I wasn't here. That's... Who How else? do you know that someone came in? Well, if, if two of my costumes are missing, then somebody must have taken them. Mm. Are you lying to us? Mm. What? Why would they lie to you? I'm a clown. Sense motive. I, I only wish to bring joy. I also help uh, Shania. Uh, sorry, Gary, with this scroll. For the love of fuck. It's alright, I did okay. Yeah. Hard to read a clown. Mm. <laughs> but so what, what about, about what about with a roll of 
14. Well, 14 that because that becomes, becomes a 10, which is plus okay. 2 to your to my, Oh, no. What, what was it? My sense motive. Sense motive. That's what I was doing. Remember, remember everything. Six. Six. Which gives you a total of eight. This clown's pretty cagey. It's quite hard to quite hard to tell what's going on under that makeup and that big squeaky nose. Oh, damn it. Um, okay. Uh, Listen. Uh, all right. who, who else? Who else has access to this room? I mean, it's a tent, so sort of anyone who anyone who wants to open it. Uh, but so they, you are very. Wise. They'd have, to be, <laughs> they'd have to be pretty sneaky, though. The carnival's been closed, so the guards would have thrown anyone out. Ah. Sounds just like our culprits. Sneaky, wearing boots, with teeth and eyes. Well, yes, you need eyes to wear the costumes. That's who they're designed for. Maybe teeth. I've got the false teeth if you want to wear those. You're being sarcastic with me then? No, I'm just trying to be helpful. I tweak his nose. (laughs) He involuntarily laughs. (laughs) All right, I'm going to let you go now, clown. You better watch out, though, because this clown isn't big enough for the both of us. Right? Oh! I don't get it. Well, oh, shut up. Is it the, <laughs> was that a fat joke? What? Was that a fat joke? A fat joke? Is the clown fat? The clown's fairly big, yeah. Oh, I thought it was stuffing. No, I'm pretty but no, it wasn't. Oh. That's about a vaudeville, though. Oh, so now he's yeah, a fat shame. You haven't God said anything for ages, and then the seven first thing you do is a personal attack. Felder, come on, man. Oh, Gorham's balls. You are just non-stop, aren't you? <sighs> Such a terror. You uh, you let the clown up uh, and he gets up squeaking and um, and uh, we dust himself off. Um, uh, I'll uh, I'll do anything uh, if if you can, I can think of anything to help Jungle. you. Then I will uh, anything except for you, uh, cruel man. You're a nasty man. Uh, but the rest of you, you you're a tit. Apart from the violence. <laughs> uh, clearly, you're trying to do something good here. Uh, would you like to smell my flower? Oh, yes, okay, uh, yeah, thank you on, very yeah, much. Sounds yes, a good deal. It smells the flower. Don't smell it, don't smell he, it, don't uh, smell he it. He leaves the flower over to, uh, over to Shania. It smells really nice. Uh, and, while, um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and while you're all focused on that, he attempts to sucker punch Velda. Uh, oh, that's only, uh, that's a five versus Velda's flat-footed AC. Uh, versus my flat-footed AC, why that? Uh, it might still work, so... Um, <laughs> Velda's pretty... No, no, ten. Ten. So. <laughs> <laughs> Velda knocks the hand aside. Oh! He turns and runs out and runs away from runs out. <laughs> yeah, you better squeaky run. Squeaky shoes squeaking all the time uh, as he runs off out of the tent. And Carrigal has a little chuckle. <laughs> oh, that was funny. <laughs> well, I suppose he's a clown, so. Uh, so, that was good. Um, we haven't What are we actually doing again? Yes. <laughs> well, uh, no, good lead, Velda. Um, uh, Who did me. I thought no, we no, no, look at it. I was, I was being genuine. I was saying, good lead. Should we look around? No, let's go do. No. Uh, what was it? B or C? Speak we, to. We, we need to speak to now the the Sphinx. Yeah. yeah Sphinx. Okay. Sphinx. We get this down and then finally. But hang on. Let me just be clear. What have we? What actually? We might have learned something tiny from this. Did we learn anything tiny from this at all? Well, whoever it is, they are part of the carnival. Is that or they have very good disguises because uh, they would have been recognised. Okay. Because Listen, it's been unless shot. they were unless they were skull. If we go and see this Sphinx, is this going to be some sort of battle? Because I think no, we might no, need to. No, 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 no,
Yeah. Yes, I agree with um, with with uh, with everyone else. I don't think they're a suspect. No, it's. Just I don't think it's the Sphinx. So we're going to go and see the Sphinx. Yes, we should see the Sphinx. What time of day is it, Dan? Uh, it is. Um, the sun is beginning to set. Um, it is. It's not quite night yet, but uh, yeah, it's getting it's getting late in the afternoon now. Sun's getting real low. <laughs> 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 all right. So all right. So um, we'll listen. Honestly, Em, I know you're a bit. Just hang on for a little. Maybe you know, forty-five minutes, an hour longer. I'm good. I'm we'll good. go have a chat, okay. and then we'll get you into bed. I'll tuck you in. I'll get you some nice boozy yak's milk. All right, I'll do you a little foot rub if you want, mate. Do you like that? No. It's <laughs> <laughs> <a> really strange. <laughs> no. <laughs> Look, it's, I'm fine. I'm the first into battle, last one to leave. So nice. go hard or go home. All right, I'm well. in. I'm in. Let's go and do what we need to do. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. So just think. Star. All right, you uh, you head back over to the um, back over to the lair of the Sphinx to find Amara um, Dellison uh, to see if she set up her meeting, and you find um, that several people from the town have arrived while you're there. Mm. Um, there is a sizable group um, of civilians, um, but there did is you hear my also, eye roll just then? Yeah, I did. Yeah, hear okay. your just eye. just checking, just heard checking. Right heard my eye roll. Um, Along with them is Sheriff Feldane uh, and um, and several of the gar- town um, constables. Um, as you approach, one of the constables um, moves to cut you off from the group uh, and approach you. Right. Who are you? Oh, it's, it's, it's Bobby. Bobby. <laughs> oh, yeah, Bobby. How are you doing? So I've taken a few bows. Um, Where to see the Sphinx? Very well. Uh, uh, and a meeting. Nah, nah, join. Nah, we can yeah. join, can we? We can go in. Yeah, yeah thanks. Right. Thanks, right. Bobby. All right. <laughs> well, what, go in. Bobby. Why just again steps out of the way and lets you pass? Can we just go? Thanks, Bobby. We're in. <laughs> thanks so much, Bobby. What was I it? like what? your bracelet? Well, Travis told her we were coming like ages ago. <laughs> Why does he do? Why does that Bobby do that? Why does he just stop us, just grunt at us, and then move out of the way? I don't know. I I don't know he's like friendly, it. isn't he? He's Do you reckon he wants to be part of the Danger Club? No, probably the what? No, I, I, I don't, don't think. I think Bobby's mind is uh, is uh, something else. I thought we were called the Danger it's, Team or the Danger Perspective or something. The I Danger Perspective. The dangerous points of view. For crime. Yeah, yeah. Danger crime. Some sort of danger thing. <laughs> <laughs> For an acid rock we were still doing like seven. Travis was like a focus group last time we saw him. Oh yeah. <laughs> 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 no, I think that, so. Here's oh, no, probably it's just like you know the people when you go to work and say on the door and you know you come by and you go oh hello and say they like to shake your hand every time when you go when you go to work yes you know when you go to do your thing people on the door yes people that do this you talk about guards but yes, kind of. <laughs> yeah, he's, I mean, he is when a guard. When you guy. break into a castle and you go, oh, hello. And they go, oh, nice to see you again. Hey. When you break in and do the thing. You don't know what I'm talking about? What the fuck? <laughs> Are you on about? You know, it's the friendly guys. So it's like to say hello. <laughs> you, uh, you hear the gear. <laughs> The crowd are in quite an uproar as you arrive, um, pushing and shouting. You um, you see a man towards the front. Um, Fulton Hughes recognises Borovis Moncolio, uh, the man who um, who fired you from your job and and who you um, embarrassed on the um, the test of strength in episode one. Uh, he's part of the group. He's shouting out. Um, he, he shouting out. This is this is fucking ridiculous, Sheriff. That's three people dead now. When are you going to do something about this? 
Your sheriff is trying to calm the crowd. Look, just keep everyone. I didn't ask you to come up here. Should I bowl straight in? <laughs> <laughs> Have no worries. We are on the case. What the? Uh, oh bloody hell! It's all of you lot. Hello. Ah, oh, that's Hello. right. Hi, Hi sheriff. Okay, we're, we're here. here to calm down all of this stuff for you now. This is. I should have known you'd be here before I am. They've been giving you inside information. They haven't been passing to the guard. What who? No, we are just These really, carnies. really smart. Tell me you've got something. Yes, we've got something. We oh, do. we have something. Yeah. Oh, yes, we've all got something, I think. The crowd caused you trouble there, Sheriff. I can deal with the crowd for now. Can we go see the Sphinx? Why are you asking me? I'm a sheriff of the town. I got nothing to do with the Sphinx. All right, we're going to go in and see the Sphinx. Well, in that case, we're, we're, later, we're going to speak on. to the Sphinx. That's what you, Sphinx. Hey! Yeah. hey. This was such a good pun. It works <laughs> for me. <laughs> Look. So spontaneous. The, uh, the sheriff turns back um, to Omar Adelison, um from, from all of you. Um, says, Look. I don't know what's going on here, but right now it doesn't matter. I've got dead people in this town, and clearly you've got a sphinx on the loose. You've got some kind of creature that you've brought into my town, who you've let loose, and it's killing our people. And no, now it's no, killed no, our players. It's not the sphinx. No, it's not the sphinx. One of the victims was in the room where they keep the sphinx. I mean, what kind of an idiot would murder someone in the room where she, she is? Also, okay, the, this, we don't need to tell you this. It's fine. We're no, on wait. the case. No, okay? no, no. No, this is the sheriff. Also, yes, exactly. The in the uh, tent for the second victim it just appeared out of nowhere it didn't it just appeared the tracks appeared inside the tent so aye. it's like something got teleported there or something ah yeah sheriff no we do owe you a bit of an explanation um honestly the, the tracks we found belong to a two-legged beast not a four-legged beast and everything else that the lads have said so far really the, the sphinx is quite low down on our list of suspects in yeah. fact it's more likely that she's being set up Hmm. So, now we wish to have this speak with the Sphinx, you see. She thinks for a moment says, Fine. All right. It sounds like you're making progress. But I can't take no action at all. She turns to um, Omar Adelison. Uh, and get me throwing stabs at night. She um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> just turns to her. Says, As of this moment, this, ca- this carnival's under quarantine. I don't want any of your folk going into town. I don't want any of, my, any of the townsfolk coming up here. You've got two days to pack up your carnival. If you haven't found me an explanation by then, then you can leave, and I don't want to see you back in the town anymore. But right now, I'm not going to make any arrests. Just keep your people out of my town. Dellison grits her teeth, but nods. Um, uh, uh, Mrs. Dellison, actually, that's good. That, that works in our favour. We can, we can reduce the amount of body flow and traffic, you know, moving around, and it'll be easier to track down these two. It's going to cost us a... Fine. Right now, it's more important that we clear our name. All right, we'll do this. Thank you. Sheriff. Yeah. Um, what do you know of the shiver trade in the town? Bloody awful shiver. Yeah. Lost a few good people to that in the town. Mm. We don't know where it's. Uh, we don't know exactly where the where people buy it, where it's sold. As far as I know, from some investigations that uh, my predecessor did before he died. Um. We think it's produced somewhere in the town, but uh, we've never found anyone selling it. There's not a lot of users in town. Uh, a lot of oh. users in other t- in smaller towns around here. We reckon maybe it's produced somewhere local and then sold um, in surrounding towns to try and uh, divert suspicion away from the source. Um, 
anyone uh, you probably want to probably want to head down to the flop house if you want to find anyone who's in, in a shiver that's where people usually end up the flop house yeah it's the only place people can sleep if they've got no coin and trust me you get hooked on shiver you've got no coin pretty quick fair but it's the flop house uh, it's uh, about halfway into town it's um around the corner from the temple of yomadai actually oh, uh, yeah i've seen it mm. so that's handy and and have you ever heard the names Kevin and Unami. Keenith. Keenan. Keenan. And Unagi. Keenan and Unagi. Keenith and Unani. And Unagi. We have a suspicion that they. Wasabi. Sheriff, we have a suspicion that they are supplying people. You just gave me about 15 names there. Is this an entire gang with names that are all vaguely similar? No, no. Keenith and Unami. Keenan and Unami. Keenith. It's Keenith. It's definitely Keenith. If it's wrong now. <laughs> I, I don't know those names myself, no. Mm. It's not something I've okay. heard before. Do you know anyone that, uh, that sells Shiver? Do you know do you, uh, any suspicions? If I knew anyone who sold Shiver, trust me, they'd be behind bars right now or they'd be hanging from a noose. Thank you, Sheriff. Mm. Right. I've got to get this crowd back down to the town. Try and keep them away from here. Come on, everyone. Let's break it up, disperse. Nothing more to see here. <laughs> I love that guy. The, uh, yeah. the constables uh, and the sheriff um, move the um, uh, start moving the crowd <laughs> out. Uh, before she goes, the sheriff turns back to you and says, "You've got forty-eight hours. Make it count." She uh, leads everyone back down to the. Starts moving the crowd back down into town. Um, Amara Dellison uh, wipes her brow once they're gone that could have gotten nasty mm. things are uh, escalating she says the uh, she says the woman in there is called uh, Sister Ezrelda Woodmere she was the uh, the town's only priestess uh, apparently she has mixed Verician and uh, Chelish heritage so she's one of her parents was part of one of our people. That's why she thought she could. Uh, she'd been making noises in town about trying to broker some kind of truce. She was coming here to speak with the Sphinx. Oh. So um, that's okay. somebody else who's gone to see the Sphinx has been murdered. And you say this um, this acolyte, this priestess, was uh, in fact a half-breed that was trying to broker a truce between two. Uh, interesting, that, isn't it? Interesting. Very well, it is interesting because somebody's definitely stirring up the suspicion about the carnival in town. And and the, the sheriff said some interesting things there about the shiver trade, trying to divert suspicion. I think it's linked. I think it's linked. Aye. Em, you, you, you recognised the robes earlier. Yeah. You don't strike me as a religious fella. I'm not. But I was raised on the church of Yomadai. Mm. My mother and father were religious themselves. And this church of Yomadai, right next to the flop house, very convenient. Uh, and I think maybe we can go and check them out once we have spoken to the Sphinx. If we do this now, yeah? Let's go. Yeah, let's course. go and speak to the Sphinx. Uh, just going to do a little bit of exposition there. We can wait. Gary's right. Yeah, let's we'll do, do a little. We'll do a thing first, and then we'll do the, we'll cut. Yeah, yeah. We're in the middle of a thing. You know, it's not right. We should wait to campfire. Camp Are you fire. doing like a little? Yeah, no. Yeah, I was going to do the bit in the episode where it's slowed down for a little bit, and the music stops, and you know, you had a track camera instead of you know. Mm-hmm. But, no, don't worry, don't worry. Gary's right. Come on, Gary. <laughs> Sorry, I'm fair and patient. You your, your conversations fair are always so uh, cinematic, aren't they? Between yeah, like Gary. You just and get a campfire Paz. out. You just start leaning on. It. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when I was growing up, there's just people running around behind me. Like, it's been another murder. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the blood. Just don't mind me. 
Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, so let's. We're going to head on in to try and speak to Sphinxy. Cool. Um, Travis yeah, returns Sphinxy, Sphinxy, Sphinxy. and. Uh, <laughs> All right, fellas. Uh, the Sphinx is ready for you. If you uh, if you want to go and speak to Jarazana, I can take you to her her trailer. Thank you. Good. Good. All right. Let's go. He uh, leads you through the carnival back um, through the backstage tents to where there is a large, um, lavishly decorated. Um, carnival uh, trailer um, caravan one that is is considerably larger than some of the others you look like it looks like it needs probably a couple of ranks of horses to pull it uh, and it has a very large door uh, on the front um, Cowgirl runs up to it and kicks the door open <laughs> you kick the door uh, make a strength check um, kicky muck door <laughs> just as he goes up our M shouts out I hope you get this one <laughs> six <laughs> bang straight into the door oh, yeah. bloody hell oh, uh, you'll get one one day so, you, Thanks, are you in need of some healing yeah I I'm in need <laughs> of some healing because I'm out of damage to my knee Ooh. Thanks, thanks. <laughs> no I'm in a lot of pain but I'm fine you save your lot okay, of static great. fingers for me thanks mate <clears throat> no problem I should probably knock you all down. kind of quickly cast an eye around for Michael, the guy with the backwards legs, to just see if he ho- heard that knee pun. Like, <laughs> a little bit conscious about making them around uh, the carnival now, uh, but he's nowhere to be seen. So you, um, uh, Travis, then kind of looks at you and walks up the steps of the carnival, uh, takes hold of the door and, and opens it. It opens outwards. Um, <laughs> I knew that. Caragor didn't know that. So, uh, she's just in here, fellas. You know, it's, it's, look... My advice is uh, be polite and uh, just uh, don't get too close, all right? Hey. Okay. Don't get too close. <laughs> all right. Thanks Dude, very much. Yeah. So fired. Wait, before we go in, um, mm. you take the lead on this one, all right? I'm nearly dead. Bit, yeah, smooth the talker, though. Smoother. I mean, I'm covered in blood. Oh, and, but she's not going to care. Know, she just thinks. This is, this is okay. Your, your, voice, your voice is part of your soul and it sings like a musical instrument that we like to hear. All right, we're going in. Okay. You uh, head into the caravan. Uh, it is sumptuously decorated uh, with uh, tapestries hanging from the walls. Uh, however, it is fairly dimly lit. There are only a few candles um, burning. Um, as you all um, step into the caravan, you catch sight uh, of something moved in the shadows at the back, something very large. Uh, stepping out into the candlelight uh, is an enormous creature. It has the body of a lion and the upper body uh, above that um, of a beautiful woman with dark flowing hair. Um, she wears a uh, just a small slip uh, across her breasts uh, and she's decorated in golden jewelry her tail swishes from side to side as she approaches she towers over you she is over seven feet tall uh, at the top uh, and the caravan shakes uh, as she steps forward uh, and um, says in a soft voice well what brings all of you into my lair we have a few that is where we ah. leave it for tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Easy, Columbo. <laughs> yeah. ah. Literally, no sooner had I Just said, M let, M let, let, M 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 let